Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Happy New Year, I believe. Overtime. This, this might be the first episode of 24. I don't know. Our schedule's crazy. If it is, Happy New Year. If it's not, Happy New Year coming up. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope you had a good yeah. Christmas. Yeah. No, Christmas has passed. It, it's 2024 now. Um, we're glad you're here. We we appreciate your support. Uh, even though we're reckless, we drink, we cuss, and we like to hunt. But I'm guessing if you're here, you, you're the same one. Yeah, you, you yeah. gotta like that. And we love you for that. We love you. And we love beer. And we love hunting. We love good fellowship. Love good friends. Good hunting buddies. What else? Love the outdoors. Birds chirping. Love the birds chirping, the birds flying. Uh, do you want to start with a veteran shout out? We should just start right away. <laughs> love like my it. veterans. <laughs> love my veterans. Love America. All right. This is submitted by Nick Offerman. And it says the veteran name is just Nick. So I'm assuming that's him. Uh, U.S. Army National Guard. Four years as U.S. Oh, U.S. Army engineer. Stationed at Fort Leonard Wood. Done plenty of state of emergency duties. When the state is, was a natural disaster and or was conflicting going on due to protesting. Oh boy, he probably dealt some shit. Uh, went to the National Training Center in California to pre-mob. Uh, probably said that Spell wrong. Spell it out. Spell it out. For a deployment. <laughs> but my unit was officially called off. Been continuing my passion as an avid bow hunter since I was six years old when my father put me in a first stand. I was 12 feet high. So hey, thanks for yeah. spending that, Nick. And awesome. uh, thank you Nick. for your service, Nick. Thanks, thanks for your Nick. service, Nick. Appreciate, yeah. appreciate you. Good job reading, Doug. Mm. You're getting better. It was all right. Or, or worse. I don't didn't know. love it. Where can people go to submit some veteran shout outs? Uh, you go to wardenclassboner.com. Contact tab. Veteran Contact shout-out. tab. Veterans. I got to double check. Make go sure straight that tab's to me. updated. Yeah, right to Doug's email. He gets them. We're like a year delayed. Oh, but we're going to do better than that. Straight, we're going to get caught up. Straight to Douglas for. Should we start doing like a handful? No. An episode? More than one. No. Yeah, we could do one. I don't want to do more. We could do like two an episode, one at the beginning, one at the end or something. Where'd that one go? Get caught up on a double down. 
Cool. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate your service, brother. Thank um, you. That's a year out. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. Um, the ethos, I'm excited to get set up. Just got some accessories in. We're waiting on new arrows to get in. And it is time to roll, boys. Time to go. Time to go. I'm excited. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm excited to like, keep shooting. Yeah. And I'm I want, excited to re-side in. Re-side in. I like it. And get, redial in. Get redialed. Redial get in. Re-dialed. I want to. I want to get some of the elite like pro team shooter guys on to kind of like keep me motivated on the archery aspect. We need to get Darren back on. We haven't had him on in a hot minute. I want to try and get him on an ATA. Hell yeah. Ooh. Yeah, see if I like that. Work. I got some we got some time scheduled out, but, but yeah, elite archery, killing the game. Absolutely love our elites. Uh big time. Code WCB2024. Hopefully Joe's got that code changed. Joe, are you listening? And uh then you can save some money on everything at Big Time. Merch, food plot seed, frost seeding, something you should probably be considering. Feed at the end of the season. Uh, feed at the end of the season coming up. I never think about feed because I can't. But it's all good. It's all good. I wish I could. That'd be sick. Be cool. It would be cool. Maybe you can't. Maybe it'll change. Doubt it. Be like, <laughs> cool. hey, be like cooler if you could. <laughs> like if Illinois charged like twenty bucks for a permit to do it, I'd pay it. Would you buy it? Yeah, if I care, why not? Twenty bucks a month. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, I'd probably pay it. Why not? Twenty bucks. If a it day? benefited the deer. Twenty, 20 bucks, bucks a day? day. No. No, that's too much. Okay. That's something Illinois would do though. <laughs> right. <laughs> a minute. <laughs> um, check out. It should be out by now. The Big Time 2024 catalog is looking real nice. Looking real good. Some studs Some on there. Good looking guys. Some in very that good looking guys. That's all we can say right now. Yeah. I don't know if it's out or not, but Doug's in there. Kurt's in there. Eric's in there. Ross is in there. Austin's in there. Did you make it? I don't know. I don't think I did. <laughs> Some good shit in there. I didn't make the magazine, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is also brought to you by Huntworth. We got an upcoming quick podcast schedule with them coming probably at ata got a lot of stuff scheduled for ata but uh huntworth tarnins i think is my go-to camo i like it all but yeah, uh, dude i've been wearing that heat boost vest just on the regular like as daily wear over a hoodie it's yep. the move dude how warm are you i don't need a winter jacket i was wearing it. my wife's like that's really smart for you because i just always wear a hoodie no matter how fucking cold it is same and she's like yeah that's like a really good move i'm like thanks she said i'm glad you're too. finally coming around to the vest life I'm I'm a vest fan now. I was a hater of the vest life. Are we about to uh, trade show season? Road to all be vest people? Not me. Why? Dude, vest it up. I'll vest it up. Vespas. That's us. Vespas. Same colored one. Heat boost Vespas. Rolling in with some tarnin. Heat boost. Whoa. Not only is our torso heat boosted up, thirty percent warmer. I thirty percent hotter. Did you know, know what I mean? If you use code WCB15 at huntworthgear.com, you too could be a vest dude with us. I did not know that. And now that now. I do, I want to join the vest crew. I like that. We should start a vest club, a Huntworth vest club <laughs> at trade shows. <laughs> if, you could, if you show up with a, a Huntworth vest over a hoodie, you're in the vest club with us. We'll just roll deep. At Iowa Classic, we'll just all go to the bars yeah. together. On Vespas? It'd be cold, but we could do People's it. People are going to walk we in. We won't be that so cold. People are going to be so cold. confused. Like, what's going on? Bunch of vest dudes in here, dude. <laughs> They're looking good. Where's Sick. your vest? They look hot. Yeah. I'm into that. Huntworth might not love that plug, but I think it's pretty great. Code WCB15, <laughs> huntworthgear.com, and Old Barn Taxidermy. Woo! Old Barn is the shit. Uh, they're based in Fort Madison, Iowa. The Old Barn Tannery also. The one-stop um, shop. 
We, we, uh, My mom just picked up her deer from there. Yep. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, and it looks great. There's talks of a G2 podcast, uh, like a monthly taxidermy like industry type podcast with Sam. Whoa. He's going to use our studio to do it. I also got a phone call from Sam the other day, and it was about a bear that I killed. Oh. A big bear? And he's like, so how do you, how do you want to do this? And then he's like, I was like, I'll just make sure it's like upright, you know? Yeah. Like going uphill. Yeah. And he's like. And I was like, just make it epic. And he goes, oh, we're fucking making it epic. Oh, we're fucking doing it. Motivation's so He's good. got something planned, and I don't even know what's going to happen. This is how, when you, you have a good taxidermist. too. So him oh, and Keaton are going to, they're doing something. You know Keaton's coming in? Yep. For is a podcast. Yeah, I'm scheduled, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, I got, I'm calling it polite night already. Because <laughs> we got night. Keaton and uh, Caleb Stillions in the same night. <laughs> oh, shit. Polite night, dude. No curse words. The two most polite people I know yeah. in the hunting game, Keaton and Caleb. Yep. It's polite night, baby. I want to. My goal is to get them both wasted and have them say the F word on the podcast. <laughs> Which F word? <clears throat> Friends. Friends. <laughs> Friends. No, I can't make them guys do anything like that. I'd feel like I was corrupting them. But yeah, the Sam called me the other day. He goes, hey, I'm getting ready to order the form for this coos deer. What do you want to do? I'm like, dude, do what you think will do yeah, best. Yeah, that's for my bear. When you trust that your tax service, you can do that shit. You're like, you know, make him look good. You, That's you why look- I tell him, hey, make it look fucking epic. He yeah. goes, I got you. Yeah. Okay, cool. He knows. How many people do that with their taxidermist? How When you go, just pick for me. Like, what will look best for him? I bet you not a lot of people do that. Yeah. Oh, fuck no. And if they do do that, I'm assuming most of the people just, like, choose, like, a standard, you know, left or right turn, and that's it. Yeah. So, check out Old Barn. Um, podcast also brought to you by Loophole Optics. Mm. Um, from Loophole Eyewear to rifle scopes, if you're into that, to Binos. range finders, binoculars, rocking ten by forty twos, sunglasses. All that. The dude, the performance eyewear is like Eric. He's got them on. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the most. Oh, I do. Underrated, probably the most underrated. Their clothing in general is good, but like I actually have them on. They usually look pretty cool. They do look good. We should all wear our Loophole shades. We should. We have a shade night. Shade night. Yeah. Bros? But can you imagine if they cut clips from that? We, we cut clips from it, and put on socials. People like these guys are douchebags. Like the one clip that takes off is us wearing sunglasses. Look, our hats are backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we got to tuck our ears in too. <laughs> hey, the benefit to it is, I don't think Loophole makes white frame sunglasses. Oh, that's true. I got gray frame. Yeah, that's not white. In the clear. Okay, hey, good. you're good. White sunglasses are typically a red flag. Right. Never, never had oh, 100%. a pair. I've never had a pair either. I would never. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Trophy Line. Dude, this podcast, mm. I'm a saddle guy. You saddled it up. I killed Floppy out of a, a Vanatic Trophy Line saddle and the Onyx platform. I'm a nerd. Saddle nerd? I painted the sticks. I had eight Oh, yeah, you did. You, you guys saddle nerd? all out. Oh, dude. Am I the only one left? I'm slipping. I'm. You, they're getting me. They're, they got, they're I'm, starting to get me. I'm I'm starting to get a lisp. Yeah. Are you? Are you are you slipping away? I'm slipping a little bit. Ooh, yeah. We got Doug. We got Doug in the trophy line game. It's getting icy. Hey, listen. It's easy when, like, Weston and Sean, everybody, and Rob, and all the guys at trophy line are cool as fuck. Yeah, it is a lot easier. And there's, like, we'll answer any question you have. Yeah. yeah. Join the gay side, they say sometimes. <laughs> You're just like, hey, I was kidding about that. You don't have to really like it. No, no, man, we get it. I'm pretty embarrassed, but uh, me and Jordan went hunting, and I was in the saddle, and, like, I was like, why is your bridge so, like, small? And he's like, you just moved this thing. I'm like, oh. So I've just been doing like the maximum knot. Like I know you can move the knot up and down. Like you can make it shorter. Yeah, the pressing knot? Yeah. 
Would you have it all the way out? It's just all the way out the whole time. The one on his bridge, like yeah, like his bridge. It's just out the whole time. Yeah. So you're just like rolling heavy. I'm just rolling back there, dude. You're rolling dirty. Oh my gosh! Well, I was like seat back, just cruising down the when road. When you know better, you do better, huh? See, I, that's what I'm always worried about with saddle hunting. I'm like, I don't know where this could be, or like, what's like the yeah. norm? Like, where is it the most comfortable? But you just kind of got to go what works for you. Yeah, I think it's what it is. What it is. Yeah, my largest archery buck is out of a saddle. That makes me Sick. a saddle. That that's saying me, something. Makes me a saddle guy. You're a saddle guy. I, I, I'll take it. Yours is out of saddle too, right? Nope. Oh. But my doe was. Novix. He's out of Novix Hilo. Hilo. It's a good stand. Same. Great stand. It's a good stand. Yeah. Trophy, dude, it's it's the best of both worlds. Like when you're getting in the mobile game, you have to have like top notch product, like a trophy line something or a Novix something. Like from Raider to Echo to Hilo, like you got to have it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be mobile, you got to have it. It would you could do it with other equipment, but it would just suck. Bad. <laughs> I don't know how you would like if you're actually like walking way back there. I don't know how you would. I don't know how we used to do it like the big dog stands. Dude, yeah, that's and the a good fucking... point. Uh, yeah, but there's a lot of guys listening right now. They're going pussies. Like, you know, my dad carried around a forty dollar Rivers Edge climber and you know killed oh, the guy yeah. buck out of it. That's it's true. Like, you just do what you got to do when you have to do it. But we used to carry in them big heavy metal stands, freaking a mile back with there. metal with like with the sticks like bundled up and straps oh, all yeah. over the place. Yeah, straps clanking. Just sound it, like a dipshit. It's the worst. But like you get like the that stick quiver from Novix. It like mm. it, it snaps to the upright. Yeah, it makes your life so much easier, dude. And it's like American made products is always nice too. Uh, by the way, trophy line code WCB twenty three ten. That's probably changed by now since it's twenty twenty four. And code WCB uh, at Novix. And Blackgate Trail Cams. Mm. Love they've them. They've been killing it this year. Yeah, they've been great. I loved them. Uh, mine are still rocking. Mine are I mean, still even rocking. well after shooting this deer that we talked about this week. But um, floppy, obviously broken ear. Pictures from last year and this year. And um, it's nice to have those, you know, that intel and kind of have like, I go back and look at those pictures. It's like, then you quit getting the pictures. Yeah. And it's over. Like, Damn it. Why'd I kill them? <laughs> kind of like, like getting pictures of him. Yeah, I was like, it's kind of sad now. But uh, yeah, Blackgate is fucking awesome. It's Code WCB10. Save you some money on a Blackgate cellular camera. And Grizzly Coolers and box blinds. Uh, the box blinds, I think, are the best in the game. Oh. Um, they're coolers, obviously. Um, Roto, I don't know if Roto molded is the term. Sure. But they're made here in Decorah, Iowa. Not here, but yeah, here in Somewhat America. local. Yeah, for, for local enough yeah. for us. Um, their drinkware. We have WCB drinkware in our store. That's right. Uh, Look it up. If someone's coming to a trade show near them and they're going to buy some drinkware, what do you recommend, Eric? Ooh, I'm going to go with a mug. Ooh, Ooh the mug. The mug's um, the best cup ever. The mug or the the cups. The pint. Yep, You're drinking out of a pint right now. I'm going to go, I'm going to recommend the koozie. The koozie's dope. Because uh, I'm a beer drinker. Actually, if I was at a trade show and I seen these things, I'd buy every single product that we offer. <laughs> Every, oh, all of them. Not all even them. just past Grizzly, just everything. Well, no, all the Grizzly products. And then buy like every t shirt too. And every hat. That's and what hat. you would do. Oh, okay. That's what I do. And Kuzi. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Should we get to the episode? Let's do it. Let's hop in. Thanks it. for being here, guys. We appreciate you. You're the best. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. 
Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. Episode 607 of the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. A lot of things happen in the intro before we're actually live on the show. Kurt Geyer speaking. Doug Schmidt. Uh, Eric is absent. Ross is absent. Austin's absent. And I don't know if it has to do with the guest this week. I don't think it's a coincidence. Scott Bakken, Dialed Archery. Yeah. What's up, dude? Same old, same old. And why did everybody bail? <laughs> like I said, it can't be a coincidence. I mean, I, I thought last time we did this, we had a lot, we had a, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I, I had a good time. Maybe, yeah. maybe I was the only one that had a good well, time. Well, this is what no, I, I had, had a great time. Pull, pull that, the mic just closer to you a little bit. You know what I realized? You can move around. Get aggressive with her. Um, I didn't realize this this until we were walking over to the depot that last time we were here is when Eric ate the chip, or last time you were here that is when Pacquiao. Eric... That was a Pacquiao chip challenge. Yeah, so that's probably why Eric didn't show up. Yeah, I mean, that's why he didn't come. Terrified. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy PTSD. out here. Yeah. Dude, what's new? What's going on with Dialed? How you been? How's everything? How's life? How's your dog? How's hunting been? Uh, a lot to cover. <laughs> Good, get good, into it. Good, good, good sucks. <laughs> it, the hunting was last. The yeah. hunting sucks. Okay. Yeah, hunting, hunting's been tough, but that's kind of par for the course for me. So, yeah, I mean, it happens. I think it does, but when it happens, like over and over and over again, again, like that's not a coincidence. It's so, a pattern. Like, like I was saying at dinner, I think like the older I get, and like the more I hunt whitetails the like worse i get at it do you enjoy hunting whitetails less um no because i mean whitetails like i mean that's that's like my roots right like i think it's it's just i don't have the time to dedicate to whitetails like i used to and like we were talking earlier like it's been a long time since i've actually like had a piece of ground that i could like take the time to dissect and like truly learn where now because my time to hunt is so limited mm-hmm. it's just i want to go hunt mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm probably not doing it the right way right it's just kind of my best guess mm-hmm. and it's probably not even close to what's like right yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's still hunting which to me like you know it's been actually this is the first time i've whitetail hunted in probably three years so prior to like this year, like I hadn't hunted at all. Yeah. So just, just to be able to get out this year was like huge for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I have hunted more this year than I have in like a long time. But with that being said, I just, I, every time I go out, like I'm learning as I go mm-hmm. rather than having all that knowledge ahead of time mm-hmm. and then yeah. trying to like put the pieces together. Like years of history with like a deer and all the shit yeah. that everybody, yeah. Like it's just kind of, like I'm just kind of chasing my tail. I feel like at this point. Yeah. But yeah, well, you know, dude, finally but, have time. You just gotta get out there. You know, if well, someone doesn't know though, like you've been growing a business and all over the place, so it's like it's justified. Like what you're saying makes sense if someone kind of gets what what's going on. Like, and, and kind of leading into that, 
let's just act like no one's ever heard you or dialed on the podcast before. Like, what do you do, Scott? Nothing really value. <laughs> what do you what do you do? Right, what's right, dialed right, archery, right, yeah. Scott? It's, it's funny because like people ask me, like, yeah, so what do you what's your full time job? And I'm like, I mean, I have a lot of full time jobs. I just don't get paid for any of them. But um I'm losing money actually. Yeah. But I mean, that is what happens, right? Like like it's any like entrepreneur, like business owner has been there where you're starting a new business and at first it's kind of like it's a lot of work to get it started, mm-hmm. but it's not consuming like every minute of your day. But then once you get it going and it starts growing, that's where the time suck comes. Yeah. Right. And so that's where we're at now. You know, we're going into our third year. Um, this year has just blown away our expectations. Um, so, I mean, we're busier than shit right now. Like, especially coming off of these last couple of weeks with all the new bow launches and you know now word is finally out about dialed and doing all the traveling that i did this summer and you know like uh, taylor and jordan with all their marketing efforts mm-hmm. like the name's out there now right um so now is when like we are busy mm-hmm. and, it, and it truly feels like there's just not enough time in the day yeah but at the same time like i'm trying to learn that like you can only get so much done in one day and like you have to have time away from work right mm-hmm. i mean we all got into like you guys doing your own podcast like me and taylor and jordan starting our own business so we can enjoy the things we like to do more it's just right now that time is very limited yeah so, yeah. yeah and it'll get better and better as it, things and, fall into place and it will and you know going into this i knew I was, I was like the first couple of years not hunting, watching everybody else get to hunt. It sucked, but at the same time, like I was okay with it. Like, yeah. Having that little bit of break, I, it was actually kind of like a, like a, I almost kind of welcomed it. Mm-hmm. Because well, so like, you, you also understood like what it was going to take to like make Dowd successful. Yeah. And that's a sacrifice where you have to make sacrifices. And you're hunting, right? right? You know? Well, I mean, both, I mean, just with your personal time and I mean, financially alone, but just, yeah, with your time, you know? It's, and it's also like for the ladies out there, it's hard to date an entrepreneur. It's hard to like, friendships are, dude, everything kind of gets beat down when you're trying to like grow something or you're like like legitimately an entrepreneur and hustling a passion project or whatever it is Mm -hmm. when you're uh, everything suffers around you yeah i mean for for some amount of time well and in so i mean that opens up like a whole like huge conversation because it's not just like in relationships right but it's also like your friends Mm -hmm. you know like how much shit i get from my buddies because they want to go out on a Friday night and just get fucked up for no reason or, or have a couple beers. I'm like, man, I'd love to, but like my day's not done yet. Like I, like every day I, I have a list of things that I have to get done that day. Cause if I don't, I'll never get them done because it just keeps compounding. Right. Yeah, it just right. keeps building. So you never have a break. There is no break. Yeah. And it's just staying afloat kind of. And like <laughs> the friends are actually worse than like, like a significant other because they, they don't get it right. Where, a lot of, you know, like, like your partners or whatever, they see what you're putting into it. And if they, if they value you, they'll understand that like, it'll pay off in the end. Yeah. But at the same time, it's easier to say you understand and compared to like actual understanding. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, they want to take a spring break vacation or something like I can't, 
like me taking a week off impossible mm-hmm. can't do it yeah like so i mean even now like being down here this week i'm hunting but like even though i'm hanging out with you guys technically this is still work right yeah i mean you're on a, like you're like on a yeah, you're on media. the clock right now yeah you're drinking on the clock i mean you can do that here that's not really yeah we different. one of the few places you can drink <laughs> yeah. and work well all right so dude let's 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 talk about dialed specifically and if we want to break off that and talk like life shit i'm all game for that but Everybody knows you guys um, from my, this is my perspective of like been running the sites. Our whole crew has been running the sites. Everybody is attracted to the look. Everyone is mm-hmm. like, I think it's the best looking site. Oh, hands five down. times fold in the game. It's, it's attractive. I mean, and even like look at your computer right now. Yeah. Like, up here. We got it up on the screen. Oh yeah. Like, sorry. All these, these slideshows, this is just on dollarchery.com's homepage. You want to talk about sexy? That thing good looking, dude. Attractive. Mm-hmm. It's it's just good looking. Everything Sleep. about it's good looking. It's you know everything is like I want to dial it. Needs to be for a reason. It's a fucking good looking site. And you buy a nice top of the line bow, which a lot of guys that listen spend the money on a top of the line bow. You want to put top of the line shit on a top of the line bow, and this thing just is built to match it. So. Okay, the look, right? Everybody knows the look. It's attractive. It's appealing. People There's no want denying it what look. it is when you see it. But in the in the working class bow hunters group, I see a lot of these comments in the group. They'll say, "I love the way a dialed looks, but what beyond the look would be worth it for me?" Yeah, because a lot of guys they don't know what it, what's in it. What it, what mm-hmm. features does it have? They see that on the outside, and it's like a pretty girl. Like, yeah, she's hot, but what's up with her? Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, why, yeah, why, no, why is she sure. why is she still single? Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Is she into witchcraft, Doug. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> as long as you don't shrink my head. You know? But so I mean, that's obviously like in the beginning. Um, you know, when we started dialed, we saw a void in this particular category, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of really good sites out there that have been there for a long time, but it. It just, all of them, like they were good, but they weren't great, right? And it was just always kind of like monkey see, monkey do. Like same type of like look, same type of function. Almost cookie cutter to a point. Pretty much, right? And I mean, there's only so much you can do because a site is a site. Like it's a sighting system, right? Like you just need something to aim with. But when we started dialed, like one, we wanted to create a site that looked sexy, Mm -hmm. right? It, It wasn't just a site. It, we wanted it to look like it was part of the bow, mm-hmm. not an accessory. Like yeah, it literally yeah. looked like it was like the riser and the sight were all machined out of one. Mm-hmm. So that's where the aesthetics came from. Like let's make this thing sexy as hell, mm-hmm. but then let's also make it functional. And, you know, like our, our slogan that, that we use all the time is, you know, built on purpose. Like any, everything that we put into the site, there was a reason for it. And it wasn't to like, like we have to do this to make this work or we have to do this to like, to like do the, like any, everything that's there, there's a reason for it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it was a site designed for hunters by hunters. Like, Mm -hmm. and that is one thing, like I I was on the phone with one of our customers yesterday and he asked about like us coming up with a target site and stuff. And it's not that that's never going to happen, but that's just not who we are. Like we're hunters and you know, we kind of catch some shit sometimes because we're all Midwest based and it's like, oh, you guys are just whitetail hunters. And it's like, well, yeah, that's our core, but that's I mean, the core of, that's where most bow hunters live. I mean, that's like yeah. whitetails. I mean, but if you look at like 
like the demographics, like whitetail hunters are the dominant yeah. like, hunters. There's right? more like, whitetail hunters than any ever exactly. Ever hunter but in the country. We wanted to make a site that, you know, whether you're a weekend warrior or you're a dude that or a person that wants to up their game and just truly like run the best setup that you can. We wanted to make a site for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at the I never say our site is better than anybody else's because they're all good. Mm-hmm. But well, like I can, you said, to a point, it's an aiming well, exactly. System. Yeah. Like it's an adjustable site. But I and obviously I'm a little biased, but I can a hundred percent with confidence say I can give you an Arxos and it's gonna benefit you. Like mm-hmm. it's not just gonna be a site, like you are actually going to benefit from running that site. And whether it's having, you know, a clear scope housing, you know, site picture, extending your range, you know, easier operation, less parts, more durable, like the site, I mean, it was meant to take a beating, mm-hmm. but then it also looks cool. Yeah. So yeah. Pretty you know, and functional. And that's like unlike most uh, I was going dark with it. I I saved it. I was gonna say, oh, never mind. Just keep it. <laughs> sorry. So yeah, <laughs> never and, mind. Fuck me, and, right? <laughs> and regardless of, Sorry, Doug. you know, especially us guys who, you know, we think we're these like macho guys and stuff. It's so funny how many guys like we talk to where they do care about the look. You have to care about the look. If dude, it's important. I, well, I don't it, care what it, anybody it, says. It, it's like, it's, I mean, you're, it's no different than like a gun or, or a truck, right? It's a product of who you are and, and like, yeah kind of your personality right mm-hmm. yeah so like you know if you ever climb into a buddy's truck and it's just a total clusterfuck right like it doesn't look like they've cleaned it in a decade mm-hmm. like anytime i jump in somebody's truck like that i'm like what does your house look like yeah right like you judge people based on it so yeah it's kind of the same thing with like hunting equipment like like if you see a dude running a rifle and it's like rusty as shit like you know it doesn't look like it's been taken care <laughs> it's like of old like brush gun yeah. yeah like you don't take care of your stuff like archery equipment is the exact same way you know yep. if it looks good you feel good oh you yeah. know like well it's the same thing with clothing man like <laughs> i wasn't gonna say that but look good 100 percent. it is right? hunting clothing your, con- your confidence is higher when you look good and feel good it's a it, plus dude with the new bows like that elite tell me that color that midnight copper that's so fucking sick mm-hmm. i want to say that looks good on that's it. the first time i've ever seen that in and person that is, yeah let me pull it yeah that is a uh that is a, a sexy color it's a beauty eh? mm-hmm. we're taking a long hard gander at that just so people can see the color but yeah it's uh it's just a pretty color now any 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 dialed side is going to look good on there you know unless mm-hmm. it's complete clash of colors but like you run a black frame that thing it'd still be sexy as hell on there you don't, I don't even know what you're supposed to do with this thing just uh <laughs> take it in baby yeah. that's that's <laughs> what they look like huh nice but yeah it's like you get a bow like this you don't want to just like get something from walmart and throw it on and rip it on there you know it's like yeah check it out well and i mean everybody has you know a different taste different needs so i mean that's why there's so many options out there but you know for our company we we never wanted to be like everybody else like mm-hmm. we knew we were going to be a like a niche product a niche company like we did not build a site for everybody like it is a very select group of people that like having high quality stuff but also understand kind of like the techiness and can appreciate like the outside the box thinking yeah. right yeah. and like appreciate the design yeah and because it, it is even though it is an adjustable site just like everybody else's, it is different. Like it is 
completely different. So let's talk about some of the specifics with the site because now that we're getting into that tail end of archery season, now people are like, oh, after this season, I'll look into some new equipment. Mm -hmm. So people that are looking, it's like, one thing I like is like, obviously how custom you can make your colors and your setup and stuff. You know, do you want your, your, your tape on the inside of the frame or the outside of the frame? Love that. And I wasn't sure when I first got an arc. So how I, I ordered inside and I was unsure how I would like it in practice. I'm like, ah, maybe I should have gone outside, but in a hunting situation, I'm always looking, I'm holding it with my left hand, always looking at the inside of my bow mm -hmm. where the tape is. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, it, it's the best. I like inside personally. It's, so I would say 98% of the sites that we build are inside tape. Really? And the 2% that want outside eventually switch to inside. Mm. Um, and one, because, you know, th there's been inside tapes done before, but they always were vertical tapes, oh, right? Oh, yeah. There's never been like a, a slider style, right? Like yeah. a vertical slider. Yeah. There's never been a site that did a dial system with an inside tape. And obviously, you know, when we launched dialed, it was right when like the inline systems, you know, with Hoyt and Matthews were launching. So we knew that was kind of like the future of bow designs as far as mounting. Yeah. Because for years, it's always been trying to get like everything in line, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not like a new concept. I mean, there is a bow company like 20 years ago that had that whole system. It was just before its time. Mm -hmm. But knowing that, that's why we designed it to have the inside tape. Yeah. But even for the people like with Elite, right, that doesn't utilize an inline system, even if you are mounting the site to the outside of the riser, it's much more natural to view the tape from the inside when you're holding the bow mm -hmm. versus having to look on the outside. Yeah, Especially you're if you're running like a quiver attached. And I do. To I it. shoot with the quiver on. Yeah. You, Doug? I do not. I do not either. But so I'll full disclosure when we were designing the site and between Jordan Taylor, who are also the other owners of Dialed, and then our two engineers, Kyle and uh, TJ, and they pitched the idea of having the tape on the inside. I was like, that's the stupidest fucking idea ever. Like, <laughs> I'm like- Wasting your time. I, I was like, that's dumb. Like, everybody's so used to the outside tape. Like, this is not going to work. And I, I did not want to like it. And- <laughs> You're like resisting it. I, I did, because I thought it was a dumb idea. But then our first prototype, which that's a whole nother, you know, conversation, but, you know, Taylor and I had stayed up like our first batch of prototype parts, like real aluminum parts. We sat in the loft of his, of his house till like three in the morning with Dremel tools, like cutting parts to get them to fit together. And then the next morning we went out and shot and it was, I mean, I think I put three arrows in Taylor's tree in his front yard, but I, I was like, I hate this inside tape. I hate it. But now I, I could not imagine going back. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think I could because one, I'm used to it now, but it is a much more efficient way to look at a tape. Okay, so let's talk about this and why we're on the tape and like everything like that. Like that, let's talk about these pins. Are you calling them pins? Uh, we call them multi indicator needles. So, it, well, uh, well <laughs> pins, uh, <laughs> mins. We call them mins. 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 All right. So, um, 
Why don't you explain that a little bit for someone who's like, what? Yep. So um, the multi-indicator needles were put in place for anybody that's running. Because the one thing with our site is you can buy it as a complete site or you can buy it as a frame only, meaning you can attach somebody else's housing to it. Mm -hmm. So like on the on the rail on on the frame. So like right at the third axis knuckle on the windage assembly, that's where you could disconnect and attach somebody else's more to your right here yeah right there yep yep so that's the third axis knuckle so that screw um if you pull that screw out that whole mag housing will pop off the windage assembly gotcha so you know with like the popularity of like you know uv you know scopes like multiple true multiple pin you know scopes being able to adjust your pins then you have to have a way of indicating those yardages on your setup tape so if you ever rotate the dial if you just left the dial fixed, you're good, right? Like you're basically running it like a fixed pin site. Mm-hmm. But once you adjust your dial, all your yardages change. So we had to have a way to mark those yardages even as you rotated the dial. So with our housing, because it is on a vertical post, and we offer either a stub XR uh, post, which is two pins, or our 3V system, which is three pins on a single post, mm-hmm. the pins aren't adjustable, they're fixed. Yes. But like on our 3V, we've set it to where it's about 15 um, yard increments between each pin. Mm-hmm. But for every everybody's system is different, right? Or setup is different. Yeah. So let's say like for me, my setup is 20, 40, and uh, I think it's like 57 or That's something a, like that. That's almost exactly what mine was. So, but that, which is great. Like I like that gap personally, mm-hmm. but how I hunt with our 3v is i rotate my dial so my top pin is 40 because from 40 and under i can do that hold under but now with my top pin at 40 my second pin is like 55 and then my bottom pin's like 63. so now Mm. with my sight set from at 40 for my top pin i can shoot from 20 to 63 without ever touching my sight hold on hold on hold on your the top pin I rotate the dial. So there's you have the primary indicator, which is the laser engraved white yep. line. So yep. That's for your top pin, right? Yep. And then I have my second needle, my third needle set for my second and third pin. Yep. So I rotate my dial to where my primary indicator is at 40. So now my top pin became my 40-yard pin. Yep. And then my second pin became, I think it's like 55. Yep. And then my third pin is like 63. Yep. So, so what do you do when you have a deer coming at 20 yards? I just aim low. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would. I feel uncomfortable with that. I love it. So really, an animal gives you two incredibly like, like super easy aiming points, and that's two vertical lines. Yeah. So it's way easier to aim at a line than it is a dot. So if it's less than forty, I just put the pin on the belly. Really. Mm-hmm. I gotta play around with that. It's that's how I. I mean, I've shot a single pin pretty much my whole life, and that's how I taught myself. Hmm. So like hold over and hold under for me is super easy. It's way easier for me to do that than to count pins. So you practice that on like a 3D target? All the time. No yep. shit. And not even at a 3D target. Like we have a big, you know, like four foot by four foot range target. Mm-hmm. And I just tape off like a six inch kill zone basically using electrical tape. Mm-hmm. So at 40, I aim right on. And then as I get closer, then I aim at the bottom tape. Wow. I had to play with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know how it shoots, and that's how you know. But yep. uh, you wouldn't want to just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna take his word for it." I heard him on a podcast. Go out and try it. No, I mean, <laughs> every, everybody's is different, and there's there's actually a test you can do. That's it's actually pretty cool. Um, which I mean, that's a whole another conversation. But that, in my opinion, is the most efficient way to run a multiple pin setup. Rather, because I mean, we hear way more horror stories 
of people shooting a multiple multiple pin setup and they use the wrong pin, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're talking like when there's five pins in the or even in the house. even three. I mean, it's yeah. just like in the heat of the moment, everything happens so fucking fast. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're trying to like figure out what the hell is going on in front of you, and then you come to full draw, and, and it's like looking through a clusterfuck. And then you're like, it's so easy to lose track of everything. Mm-hmm. Where when you have one post, you get a much better target picture. But then, like, just being able to hold low or, or right on, I can calculate that really quick rather than being like, okay, he's at, you know, the deer's at 45 yards. Okay, well, now, you know, my one, two, three, my second four. pin is 35, my bottom pin is 50. What pin do I use? Yeah. Right. Okay. Now I got to split the pins. Well, that's okay. Another thought process. Yeah. Right. To go through. Yeah. For so sure. That's for sure. why, like, especially with whitetail hunting, if I know my shots are going to be like 40 or less, I know I'm going to use my top pin and just compensate for it. Interesting shit. But I then, never even but then let's that. say at full draw, like during the rut, and I'm going to shoot a deer at 35, and all of a sudden he takes off. I'm like, okay, now he's like 55 ish. So I make a decision. Either I aim high with my top pin or I can look at my tape and I can see like, well, shit, my second pin is set at 55. So I'll just aim with my second pin. Yeah. That's right? already in line. But it's, on a, the it's, post. it's a quick. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I played around with the different um, like dots on the post, right? Would that be the right way to re- refer to it? Sure. So like just to kind of like yeah. dumb it down. Um, I, and it was similar to like what you were saying. Yours was like 20. Yeah. I think 40. It'll gen for most bows that shoot anywhere between 280 to 300 it'll be a 20 30 45 Mm -hmm. but it's most consistent between the second and third pin or the first and second pin the third pin is where we see a little bit more variation been arrow weight and all this there's so many factors and yeah i mean not going into three years of this like i pull my hair out trying to figure the correlation out yeah and I can't because like all three of us could shoot the same draw length, same poundage, same feet per second. And but yet our peep heights could be different. Our yeah, points are yeah. different. Like you know, the equation, the distance between our peeps to the scope housing are different. Yeah. And that has a larger effect on that bottom pin more than it does the top and second. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's where we see a little bit larger spread with that bottom pin, but it will be within two to three yards of 45. I, I got this is fun. All right. We're talking about yardage and aiming and all this shit right now. Let's, I just want to like stay on this part of the Arxos here mm-hmm. and kind of stay in this. Or real, just we'll shoot them at like four yards and use all three pins. Yeah, there it is. And it's oh, done. Yeah. So that kind of nice. is, goes into what I was about to say. I'm kind of over. I don't know if I fully believe this yet. This is where I'm at today, right now in this moment. I'm kind of over all the long range stuff because I'm trying, I'm breaking down my season I didn't shoot a white. The furthest whitetail shot I had, initial shot, I shot that uh, my buck twice. I shot him once at nine yards, once at 17 yards. Both pinwheel shots, by the way. They're, it's fucking sweet. You got on film. The furthest shot I shot was floppy, and he was 11 yards. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I didn't need to shoot 80 no. yards at a whitetail, nor would I ever. But And so I'm kind of, th- I think I'm going to like, Cause I go out and I'll practice at 70 yards and you know, I went West, so I practice longer range, but everything I'm doing this next season is going to be, and it's fun to shoot long range, Yeah, but everything is going to be in that 30 or N is what I'm hoping. And I think I'm just going to fucking, and I'm going to shoot i I'm basically going to shoot two arrow setups this year. 
and they're going to be both arrow setups are just going to be absolute fuck you weight mm-hmm. like just shooting just heavy ass missiles at everything and I think I'm just going to nail down that 40 and in shooting like it's my job. And just hit like, them like a brick shit out. Yeah, like I'm yeah. training for a fight. And and I'll have two sight tape setups Yeah, for both arrow setups. And I'm just going to go in to just, if you're in 30 yards, you're dying. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to focus on that and be mentally strong. That If you get in my 30-yard uh, personal space, mm-hmm. you're going to die. So... um. I have a very similar mindset because I've never been a speed guy. I've always, I've wanted kinetic energy. I've wanted weight. Like I want to hit hard, Mm -hmm. but there's different scenarios where that's advantageous and there's different scenarios where that's going to hurt you. Yeah. So from a tree stand, like the arc of the arrow doesn't really matter because we're shooting down. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the arrow's never like launching. Yeah. But so bringing up out West, like if you're in the mountains and the dark timber hunting elk, you have to watch the arc of your arrow, yeah, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of low-hanging branches and stuff. Yeah. So that's where shooting a really, really heavy, heavy arrow is going to screw you. Right, right. There's more lob. More lob than you think, mm-hmm. right? So See, now, but, if I was going elk hunting this year, I would have a different thought on it. Right. You but know? So that's the beauty is you can run as many different arrow setups as you want to. So like antelope hunting for for example right yeah i would shoot the lightest flattest shooting arrow i could find like borderline dry firing just so i can shoot as <laughs> flat as possible your bow's just loud as shit <laughs> doesn't matter like yeah. antelope generally do not jump a string mm-hmm. right not like a whitetail but with the arxos and whether it's inside tape or outside tape you can utilize the switch tapering and swap those out mm-hmm. so you could run 10 different arrow setups have 10 different rings i got an antelope ring a mule deer ring yeah. a whitetail ring which, yep. one, which one do i have cape buffalo yeah. ring exactly yeah exactly and then you're never having to recite in you're just swapping the rings out and like i even carry so like whether i'm whitetail hunting or going out west whatever my tape number is I get extra tape cards just so I can set up extra tapes with that same tape number on it and keep them on my backpack in case like, like if I were to drop my bow in the mud or something and something would happen to my get tape, scratched yeah. off or something or crazy, yeah. whatever, I'm not, I can just swap them out. That's right. A, that's you're, a you're never out of the fight then. So yeah, that's where having that interchangeable ring is like super, super advantageous, mm. but it's fun to also play with different setups. And so now you you have that ability. Like it's not such a pain in the ass to have to keep wrapping tapes over tapes or yeah. whatever. Right. So right. That's a that's a pro tip, man. Plus two, it's like what you know, you might sight in and just feel good about that, but want to play around with different setups and mm-hmm. then but not be like, oh, I gotta recite in this thing and it's just like a pain in the butt. Yeah, you just swap. Well, it, and especially know. like um, you know, like we were talking about in the beginning, you know, all of our times are valuable. So, you know, like especially, you know, like working class dudes that you're splitting your time between work and family and you may only have 20 minutes to go shoot your bow, right? Yeah, yeah. Like most people could probably get a, a sight sighted in in 20 minutes, but, you know, just it's it's a time saver, you know, and, and you know, and if you're a, a hunter that goes on multiple trips a year, so like for you example, yeah, like you're going to go hunt elk out west with like a heavy arrow setup and then in that same trip, you're going to go hunt antelope and you want to shoot a lighter arrow setup. Yeah. You're not going to have time to recite in. No. So no. you just swap the dials out or the rings out. And then you're going to come back here, whitetail hunt, grab your whitetail arrows, 
just put a different ring on. Like yeah. You're not having to take up so valuable time. Uh, honestly, I might <coughs> actually, that'll be a very realistic situation for me because we're going from spring bear up close shots to Africa, which I'm maybe going to try and shoot some heavy animals. So I'm going to have a crazy, like, fuck you arrow setup. Mm -hmm. And then like a more regulated whitetail setup. But we're talking about doing an antelope hunt in Wyoming. And then I might want to shoot a lighter, more nimble setup yeah. for that. So, like, realistically, I might have You're three. talking through three different setups. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I, it's not stressful because I'll just do all my practice work with those arrows and my tapes, mm -hmm. and that's just done. Or even, like, it doesn't even come down to switching arrow setups, just adjusting the poundage of your bow, mm -hmm. right? That's going to yeah. affect your tape. So, you know, if you practice all summer with a lighter poundage, just trying to get back into the swing of things, get your muscles, like, trained back in or whatever – you're going to shoot a lighter poundage, but then, you know, like I always crank up my poundage a little bit just before hunting season, but not until I'm actually comfortable with it. Right. Yeah. But even, I mean, like one turn on most bows is about three to three and a half pounds. That changes your tape completely. Yeah. For right. Sure. So, you know, it's, it's not a black and white like scenario, but being able to have that adjustability is huge. Yeah. No, I dude, It's a great setup. Yeah. I do love great the idea. other, what'd you call those pins? Uh, so those are multi-indicator needles. Yeah, I love those. Because <laughs> you're indicating multiple yardage. The mins. It does make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, I just made that up on the fly, That too. was good, and I liked it. What'd you call it? Mins. The mins. I like that a lot. Yeah. I do. All right. Um, we break in. It's we, got a good ring to it. It does. So you need to call your people? <laughs> yeah. Well, our people call your people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, frame color, obviously, ton of options. The void dial color, ton of options. What's cool, you can actually switch them out. And you guys are doing like small batches, mm -hmm. which is badass. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got some shit to talk about with that. Yeah, we do. We got some. You want to say it or can I say it? You can say it. We got some WCB void dial small batch stuff coming to you. Mm -hmm. We're almost, what? almost to the finish line. Almost. We got some samples on the table. What? We can't you know, show. Eric's not here, so we should just solidify it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Eric. Fuck yeah. Eric, dude. Yeah. Why does he even have a say anyways? Yeah, Eric is like, we need to change that. And I had to be the guy to be like, hey, Eric doesn't like this. I know. We're changing And this. I'm trying to hunt, and meanwhile, we're having this conversation. I like I'm it. Like, Eric's just shitting on dial the whole time. Yeah, dude, what the hell? They doesn't show up. That's exciting. Come on. Yeah. It'll be cool. That's big news. Hopefully. It is. It is. I mean, and that was... That's kind of like the final, like that's like the final piece to when like dialed started and then dialed and WCB came together. Mm -hmm. Like that was like the goal from day one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of the first conversations we yeah. had. And about so it. now, I mean, literally almost like a year later, we're finally we're here making it happen. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be cool, man. Um, it just adds another like thing of like, Customize and what's cool too, if you have an Arxos, you can kind of collect these and switch them out when you want to switch them out. I call them our mood rings. So like oh. you can literally just I mean, if you have multiple dials, oh. you can just swap them out depending on your mood. I like customize that. it up. Or like so. if you got you know, you shoot one bow, I don't know. Like Doug is always changing color bows. Or even just colored fletchings, right? I, I, I keep, mean it just anytime you change colors, you can change color dials. I keep bothering Scott to send me colors. He's like, I'm not gonna send you a purple one. No, but no you won't do a purple. Oh, he did. No, I did send him a purple, but it's always like the colors that we don't sell. <laughs> oh, but the Malibu though. Oh, that one. That one was. Uh, yeah, that one was a home run. Do you have a Malibu one yet, Doug? I don't. He's he's shooting the trendy teal color from Elite, and that Malibu would look 
real gay on there. I wanted in, to call it Malibu, but I lost that battle. I like but the pun. It is. It is. It is a very sharp looking. Dial. I might have to get that one. Yeah, it is cool looking. What but, color frame are you shooting on the trendy teal? Black with the uh, black with Malibu. Yeah. Oh, fire! Come on, come on with it. Yep. Well, dude, this I'm getting dialed thinking about it. Pull the picture I'm of uh, fully dialed. <laughs> <laughs> Here, um, <laughs> full dial. Oh, he's fully. Oh. <laughs> Doug was all sad because he's not going to be in the catalog this year for dialed. But it sounds like we're going to try and make that happen. Yeah. Maybe a little like corner page or something. I get it. You don't want someone too good looking on there. Trying Doug, to. Uh, Doug used to have performance issues, and then he got dialed. Fully dialed. Fully dialed. Fully dialed. <laughs> All right, where's your, uh, is it in here? Zero to 100. <laughs> Trying to pull up your uh, buck photos, Doug, with your, uh, oh, there we are. I mean, look at that picture. Yeah, well, there's not a single photo with, oh, yeah, there you are. <laughs> it's just a, the, the deer. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a single photo with you in the picture. Come on. Yeah, that that's... that blue does look good. Yeah. Or was that purple? No, that's, that's blue. blue. Yeah, that's blue. Come on. That looks good. Little blood on the arrow. Mm. 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 What a season, Doug! Mm -hmm. You're killing. Look it. at us. Look at us. Fully dialed, yeah. having a good time. You guys are awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks. We think so too. <laughs> well, so that's exciting. I'm like man. taking this all in just because I'm like I don't. You want to see it again? Yeah, I don't even know what that would feel like. Well, we can keep going through pictures if you want. Yeah, I'll here. I'll, I'll give you a sample of Doug's season. Oh, jeez, look at that. Just a big old G2 on that sucker. Look at that guy. Look how big that deer looks in that photo. Looks young, though. Yeah. <laughs> killing tomorrow's trophy today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to do it. All right, all right. <laughs> how do you think that deer was, Doug? Three? <laughs> I was going to say two, so you're being generous. That's an Iowa two-year-old right there. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. It's a good picture. Those, are the uh, those ones are the uh, better ones are coming. They just need cropped up. That's all. Yeah. I'm that's, telling you, bro, you hate on my sitting Indian style photos. If you would have got down and sat Indian I, I style, I just don't. I got gotta sit behind lower. You gotta sit I can't lower. Crisscross applesauce on it. You can't do it. it. That's then, why you hate it. Then tuck, I wish, one, tuck that, one leg I wish underneath you. That, that picture was money. Doug, I get shit. I sit Indian style and I take deer photos a lot. It's like my signature thing. And Doug hates them. I can't. Just can't do it. Well, you can't do the pose, or you don't I like I can it? do the pose. I just don't want to. You don't like the way? I, just, I like I it because like it. it eliminates anyone saying you're long-arming it, because you're literally sitting next to the deer. Like I do that all the time. You got to. Well, like, look at this. Like Every time. Every you can't time. say that I'm long-arming this buck, one, because, well, I'm kind of long-arming that one there. <laughs> 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 but like this, it's like I'm clearly just, he's next to me, and I'm holding his chin. Yeah, that's a good picture. So I just, that's why I like that photo. Yeah, it kind of eliminates that conversation. Now, like we take multiple photos. That's a well. I'm kind of more behind him. That's not really a long arm. No, that's a good one. But you know what I'm saying? See, like there, I'm just like got I'm, my hands on my knee, and you can tell he's like within range. It's not like this exaggerated. What's that? What, what was that thing attached to its antler? <laughs> that's called a tag. Oh. <laughs> You need that. Is that like a Iowa thing? <laughs> you gotta have that in every state. <laughs> some states, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, there's some dialed love right there. There's yeah. some dialed love. Yeah. And like, I mean, we offer 
I mean, between our standard colors and like our small batch, like, I mean, we've only just scratched the surface, like oh, as far sure. as what we can do. Like we have some really cool shit coming. What can't you do? Um, the only thing that's really hard for us is like, um, like hydro dipping. Um, so we Cerakote everything, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how we can get like colors to match and all that stuff. Like any custom color that we do, that's our own recipe. That is not a standard offering. Like yeah. that's us like- Made from dialed In the lab, like like mixing stuff to figure, to get it, to get it right. But we are starting to play with, play around with some different hydro dipping like techniques to where we can start, um, like we get a ton of, you know, requests for, you know, are we ever going to offer anything in like Sitka or Mossy Oak or Realtree or Huntworth and or Huntworth, like any pattern. If there's a if there's a film Dude, available, we can get it. But a Tarnan patterned Arxos would we be can, sick as fuck. We can do it, but that's uh, what that's what we're testing right now. That'd be is, nice. Is what components can we hydro dip that won't um, compromise like the function of the site? And it's so we actually just did our first test this week and for the first run it was super successful yeah so really that, that's going to open up a lot of doors as far as what we can offer in the future um because i mean you can't you don't want to increase the tolerances right because then you get slop in the slate and stuff so that's why it is difficult but like i said this first attempt was super successful that's exciting yeah just customizable options you know and some it's cool dude you want to have that well it just goes back to the whole like aesthetics of making it look like it's all one system right you know and that pink goes pretty hard and but also allowing people to have their own unique look yeah right like it's not just a cookie cutter setup and i mean for years it was always you know, we we bought camel bows and then we just slapped all these black accessories on. Yeah, them. Like yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's just, that's, that's been the that standard. What everybody for, did. Yeah. I mean, that's been the standard for decades. So it's just trying to buck that trend, and again, getting it to just look like it's all one one system. Dude, I shot all blacked out frame, all blacked out uh, dial, and I got more compliments on an all black riser. It's sharp looking. On just the murdered out look it is shit i think taylor even said something was like dude that bow just looks good yeah it's just if people want to look at it I that's don't know. that's always when people ask us like i got this new bow like what colors do you guys recommend for it and it's you know again and if you're ever considering transferring you know like accessories from like one bow to the next bow black and black it's it's a safe bet but it's still just it just looks badass you can just switch out the the void dial mm-hmm. when you get another bow for whatever color like what even, does even like yeah even like the blue dial with my blue bow like you said it just looks like it belongs there like mm-hmm. it's part of the bow, and it's unique to you right? yeah i mean kurt doesn't have a black site with a blue dial or, uh-huh. i mean not many people do so and not many people are shooting the bow it just looks like it's does. part of the bow mm-hmm so I love that Doug shoots these like different color bows all the time. Dude, everybody's giving me shit about shooting a blue bow. Like deer can see blue, and I was like, well, he didn't see it. Yeah. Hey, when you're that good, you got to look for reasons to make shit harder. Yeah, I wanted yeah. him to see me. Yeah. Yeah. Doug had a whole denim Dan jean. I didn't have any pants on. Canadian tuxedo on when he shot that deer. Was that on purpose or? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a jean jacket, and no <laughs> pants on. <laughs> I mean. Whatever, dude. I couldn't yeah. afford the pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the jacket. Yeah. That or I just 
I was rushed and <laughs> I had to sacrifice something, so I had to sacrifice my pants. Yeah, <laughs> sacrifice my pants. Not my dial outside, I don't know that. It w- wasn't a pants party. Okay, so we kind of <laughs> broke down like the tape and we got into the pen quite a bit and mm-hmm. just customize customizability, custom, custom. So between like, I would say the three like dominant features that like really set us apart is one, the customization part. Um, so the aesthetics, aesthetics just in general, but then, you know, the void dial system, having that oversized dial, having like I the love void that, through it. I mean, it's a very recognizable site, but was then, that hard to like come up with that? Cause that's like the heart and soul of dialed, right? That's what you, your eye goes to that first. Well, and it really, it just, it stemmed from, again, looking at like all the sites that we all have used in the past and every other site, when you look at them, Again, like they're great sites, but they're supposed to be, you know, these durable hunting sites, but yet every single one of them has, has exposed gearing and, yeah, yeah. you know, some sites use, you know, brass or aluminum or Delrin, which like we use Delrin for our internal components, but we also protect Delrin. Delrin. It's a, it's like a souped up plastic. Oh, okay. And like, I don't like using the term plastics to make it sound cheap and Delrin is not cheap, Yeah, but it's a glass filled nylon and you can machine it, you can injection mold it, but it's super, super durable. Like mm. it doesn't wear out. So you gain, you have the strength, but then you, you ditch the weight of uh, like metal. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of people like hear that and they're like, oh, like the site's plastic. And it's like, no, the site itself is not like the whole like structure and foundation of the site is machined aluminum, but we can use Delrin on our internal components because it's all protected. Nothing can get to them. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're using any other material and the gears are exposed, they will wear out and they will fail. Like it may take a while, but it will happen because yeah. I mean, as hunters, we're not like you're not supposed to be easy on your equipment. Like that's not what you're supposed to be worrying about. You don't have to worry about babying it while you're trying to kill shit. When you have exposed gearing and you get debris down in those gears, they will wear out. Mm -hmm. Like it's just that it's the reality. You know how many times on a hanging hunt that like a lot of times on a hanging hunt, I have like a retractable pull rope and I just hook my like little carabiner onto the top cam. And then I get up there and then I realize I got to like pull my bow through brush and all the yeah. wicker basket. Yeah. And I'm like, get my bow stuck. And I'm just, like mostly on my site, mm-hmm. but I'm pulling on the Dude, rope going, you, you know it's what, all right. You know what that reminds me of? Cause I literally just did this not too long ago. Like did a hang and hunt system, yeah. which I'm not good at, but <laughs> I got in this tree and my bow got jammed in these branches and it was actually branches that I cut. <laughs> <laughs> I was too lazy to like move them, move them. So I just let them hang on limbs. So I was pulling my bow up and it got stuck and I was sitting there like, mm. and it, it like, as you pull, it pulls back on you. Right. And it reminded me, have you ever seen the movie, the great outdoors with John Candy? It's been a long time. Okay. So for anybody that's seen it, like at the end of the movie, there's these two girls trapped in this cave and John Candy throws this rope down into the cave and this big brown bear grabs the rope and he's like turning around, pulling it, and he's like, "I got you, I got you." Well, the the bear yanks him, and he goes flying backwards. And as I was trying to pull my bow up, the whole time I'm like thinking of that, <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm gonna pull too hard, and this thing's gonna pull me right out of the tree. <laughs> yeah, like, right, it's gonna yeah. fight back, right?" Yeah. But <laughs> uh, podcast is also brought to you by Victory Arrows. Uh, what am I going? Vap SS. Yep. I just, I, I ordered Vap SS arrows. I bailed on the Rip TKO team. I ordered them. I um I stayed on the Rip TKO team, but I went heavier. What'd you What'd you change? 
Um, I think I did the highest insert they have is the 90. 90 with the 250 boy. arrow. Yeah, I went 250 spine. I called Nate and I'm like, yo, what should I do, man? Like, write me a prescription. So um, I'm running different veins. Um, it's a great idea. So he just wrote me What's a prescription because I ordered these veins. I'm shooting a different knock. Um, I'm going uh, 90 grain, outsert, insert, whatever they call it, insert, um, 250 spine. We're going a little heavier. I'm hoping yeah, I'm over yeah. 600 grains on my whitetail setup. We're packing a punch. Yeah. What are you doing? Same? Same G's? <laughs> I guess we could, I didn't know we could call Nate and get the freaking prescription ordered. I just called I just get, him. I got the regular ones. I just text my guy, my arrow guy. I just called him. I go, hey, dude. Well, I actually called him and answered right away. And I'm like, oh, sick, dude. What's up? And then <laughs> he's like, ready. yeah, dude, I do this. Like, here, what do you want to do? What? First of all, he's like, why do you want to change? I'm like, well. I change up every once in a while. I don't change. You know? He's like, all right, cool. Try this. Order these fletchings. Order these lighted knocks. That'll go good with the setup. Do this. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll try it. So. I'm excited, dude. Sick. Hell yeah. Dang. I'm excited. Uh, podcast also brought to you by Pull Back and Let Go. Mm. Great apparel. Great apparel. I had a Pull Back and Let Go beanie on when I killed Floppy. Oh. I busted out. Yeah. It's, I've killed some deer with that beanie on. It's the black beanie with the Pull Back and Let Green Pull Back and Let Go logo. Great workers there, too. I bust that thing out when I need to really kill <laughs> deer. What does that mean? Just, what was that little thing you just did? Just great workers. What, 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 I don't, what, what, Their staff is amazing. What do you mean? You kind of like said they're that very nice and helpful. Hold on, are they good looking? They're good looking. Wait, are you fucking somebody from Pullback? <laughs> Jesus, well, you, you smiled a little too much when you said their staff is great. They are. Eric, he's being weird. He's being weird. I don't know what's going on with Doug. I think that you guys should check out Pullback. And you should go. check out their apparel. It's great. Go they're, see their great staff and uh, at the store. Their beanies are good luck. Just there saying. you have it. Just saying. Check them out. Pull back and let go. And Black Ovis. Black Ovis is like the everything store that you can use our code WCB10 to get yourself some crispy boots, some new insoles for your boots. Hunting, camping. Everything. 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 Everything, everything outdoors. They're the shit. Uh, we'll be hanging out with them guys, hopefully here at the Western Hunt Expo, Yep. which is our first show of the season besides ATA. So we'll be there, and we'll also be out there with Mountain Ops code WCB everything mountain ops. If you use that code, it goes. They donate five meals to conquer hunger, and apparently we're doing some podcasts on stage at the mountain ops setup at Western Hunt. I'm low key like pretty nervous about it. Yeah. I'm gonna act tough until it happens. I'm gonna get up on <laughs> stage and go. Tough. I'm gonna kill this, and then Doug bails. <laughs> but I think I'm gonna get up there and go mule deer are easy, just to get everybody to look. Oh shit! I don't think I'll probably freeze up and not do that. But. <laughs> My tails are easy. Wait a minute. Wait, what happened? <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so Jake called. He's like, hey, we want you guys to podcast on stage uh, like Wednesday and Thursday of the show. And I'm like, ah, shit. I'm nervous already. He's like, yeah, it's like a big stage. We got like a 30-foot screen behind you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. Take it easy. We're in a foreign land that where no one respects yeah. us. Like these fat, no one. These fat white tail guys. And if they saw the mule deer we killed, too, they'd probably make fun of us. In Nebraska. <laughs> Yeah, I killed one in Wyoming. I'm like kind of legit. Yeah, yeah. Kind of legit. Um, hey, they got that new uh, lemon lime hydrate. My fave. How hydrated are you right now? Fuck. I should drink one right now. I'd be way more hydrated. I drink one too right now. It's good. I had Try a, that. I had a, yet. I had a BCAA and a uh, strawberry coconut hydrate mixed together. Not bad. Ooh. 
zoomed up. A little mixture, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's cut down cocktail. Everything. I mixed um, the Beagleberry and the um, Pink Lemonade Enduro together. Mm. And it turned purple. And it was pretty good. It turned purple. <laughs> I to double down. I mixed green and red together good, last least. night. Oh, it's good, ain't it? It was good. It doesn't look good. It does not look good, but it's tasty. It was pretty brown, but it. Was I tasty will say, good. when you're really tired and you think you can just add more scoops to your water, don't do that. Oh, you just got to be. It better, gets man. really strong and tart. Add more tart, water. Tartan ass. <laughs> Sweet tart. tart <laughs> you're in a water bottle though. Yeah. I did like three well, scoops one well, time. Oh yeah, you don't be in, in, a, in a regular water bottle. <laughs> well, Gee whiz, your kid. fault. You're an engineer, like, dude. You should. <laughs> 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 yeah, don't do that. Okay, I was awake. You got to get a grizzly that. water bottle, big bottle, and mix that stuff in. I'm sure you were awake. Jesus Christ, that's like 800 milligrams of caffeine. Full tilt, zoomed. <laughs> get zoomed with Mountain Up. Oh, the flash with Doug. We're like the redheaded stepchildren of Mountain Up. <laughs> we just do the stupid shit well, for them. Well, the, the thing is, I can't leave anything alone. So I'm like, ooh, what if I mix this with yeah, this? Yeah. How good is that? I want like a hydrating vodka right now. I think I'm going to get up and mix one of these after this ad. Whoa. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to our ads and supporting <laughs> the people that support us. We're just dudes out here trying our best. Just dip And we feel like you guys are probably doing a lot better than we are. All right, we'll get back to the episode. Sorry for interrupting. But that was the whole design of that void system was getting the gears, getting all the important components that make the site function, getting them internal and protecting them. But without making the site look gaudy yeah right yeah, so yeah yeah it was I, i'm not gonna say it was like like extremely tough but it definitely was a challenge because you know trying to do that and make the mechanics work but then also keep the look that we were going for so yeah it was it it it, it was hard but you know we knew we knew what it wanted to look like so we just had to make it work mm-hmm. um so yeah, so the void dial system was was is definitely a dominant feature, but then the angled elevation rail is kind of what like the whole site is based off of. Yeah, I feel like that throws a lot of people off, and that adds to the look too, though. Yeah. Well, and I it freaks people out because yeah. when you actually see it at work, you think something's wrong with the site because what happens with the angled rail is as you rotate the dial to further distances, the scope's not moving just straight up and down; it's actually coming down at an angle, so mm-hmm. the scope housing is actually getting closer to your eye. Which, if you can imagine taking like a two foot bar with a scope housing attached to it, you don't have any adjustments, mm-hmm. and you start with the bar fully extended as far out as you can go, and let's say you're shooting at twenty yards, and every shot you move the bar in closer, like let's say a half inch to an inch, as you're moving the bar in closer, your arrows will start climbing the target. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're replicating, mm-hmm. and so that's how we can extend your range without having to change your system, your setup. But what that makes your sight tape look at look like is with most adjustable sights with a vertical rail is as you go further in distance, your yardage marks get further apart on mm-hmm. your tape. Yeah. With ours, it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. So you'll see like between 20, 30, and 40, you'll see like this gap like getting larger, right? Well, then right about like 50 for most people, that's when you see the switch and that's where the rail kicks in Mm -hmm. and you'll actually have your marks get closer together. Mm, And then eventually they'll stall out and they'll maintain that same gap all the way till you max out. Yeah, yeah. So that's the whole design of that that angled rail. So we can extend your range, but then we can also make the tape shorter so you're not having to rotate the dial as far to gain yardage. 
So it's quicker yardage acquisition. How did I skip over that rail before I was going to just move on to accessories? Though? How I mean, the hell did you figure that out? A lot of work. Like the math behind that. Yeah. Because you're an engineer, Doug. I can't even do I can't do that. Carry the two. Why didn't you hire Doug? Oh, yeah. That's why. <laughs> he Sorry, tried. Doug. We talked. We did talked. you guys talk? We yeah. talked. He didn't like my resume. <laughs> not, not impressed. It was literally crayons on a notebook paper. Oh, like, Doug. He like, can't read. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bunch of stick figures. I ran out of blue. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bunch of stick. Here's my degree. <laughs> it was a stick figure with a dude or the computer. <laughs> like, I'm an engineer. <laughs> Look it. I made this. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I saw this meme the other day that was it like it it cracked me up cuz like I love our engineers and I I respect the shit out of engineers cuz I mean they come up with stuff that like I can think of ideas but I just don't know how to make them work. But it was literally a monkey working on a on a car motor and it has a wrench and it's like backwards and it's like an engineer trying to work on its own design and it's <laughs> it's so true though and like, again, I love our engineers, but like, you know, they, they create all this stuff in CAD and they're like, yeah, it's going to work. And then we get the parts and then we have to put them together and we're like, yeah, this isn't working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, no, it should work. I'm like, well, you come put them together and yeah. like, but so it's, it made me laugh, but, um, it happens a lot. Dude, that is yeah. so true. Cause my experience with that, like that would relate is like when I worked at John Deere, I worked in the testing lab and I worked for John Deere, like experimental was like basically the short name. So it's all shit that John Deere would actually have in production, like, you know, say say five years down the road or however long it took to like get through testing to go to production. So we would get, same thing, we'd get parts that were designed on a computer and they had sent out and ordered. Mm -hmm. And then they show up in our lab and it's like, we, I did test lab stuff, so I'd have to like build the frame that was supposed to replicate whatever combine, part of the combine, and then the parts bolt to the frame so it was designed down to the frame to replicate the combine. Then the experimental parts had to fit this frame that's not a combine, but it's supposed to be in place yeah. of a combine to run inside a testing room. So it's just holes where holes don't line up. Um, almost every time you're cutting and welding and, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, whatever, it's part of the gig. But it's like, like, hey, dude, none of this shit fucking works. And then it's like that bolt can't come out of there because this fucking piece is in the way. So you got to hack this piece off just to get this bolt off to do maintenance on the fucking whatever it is. Like, or, or how many times, like, like the best example I can think of is like headlights on cars, right? Mm -hmm. Like anytime you go to replace a headlight, it's like, it's impossible. And, or it, it's just anytime you try to replace a part on anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, who the fuck designed this? Yeah. And it's like, well, they never designed it because they didn't care like because they're not the ones working no. on them right it yeah. looked good on the computer but and and but i will say though that was like a huge part of our learning curve right yeah. and so now after going through like this now like okay we know like we need like between the engineering team the assembly team production team we need to have a lot more synergy between those groups mm -hmm. and they need to talk more like yeah when it comes to designing the stuff but yeah i mean with the angled rail it literally like it's never been done before so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like we're intelligent dudes, but we're not that intelligent, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, we're all smart, but we're not that smart, right? So there's no it's way. Like New Winter's got Grand Theft Auto Five going on here in town. <laughs> yeah, um, probably kitten stuck in a tree or something. But um, we're shooting. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. um, We've had a couple of those this year. It's been a, it's been a rough year. <laughs> <laughs> 
We should have hold. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, we knew, we knew we wanted to try this, but yeah, there like there is a very specific positioning on that rail to where it'll work and it won't work. Like the percentage oh, like the angle, of like the perfect degree or angle. Because yes. if you have it angled too much, then it's it's too it's too radical, right? And if you don't angle it enough, then it's not going to do shit. Yeah. So yeah. trying to figure out that perfect angle, and, and that was just trial and error. Man, I like it though, dude. And I like that you're like you're talking about it. But you guys have like, you know, light optic light setups for the top of the, the house. The which light is, kit was huge. Which God, that's attractive too. Yep. You made a light that looks good. And that was, I mean, again, like we knew we wanted a light, but like we didn't want just another light like everybody else has. Like we wanted it to look very dialed and like. You know, it's not just a perpendicular light. Like the light is on an angle, so it matches the angle of the elevation rail. It matches the same angle as most bow risers. So it just everything we do, it looks like it's supposed to. It's supposed to be there, and yeah. it's it's a fit. Like, you guys like happen. your angles. We like our angles. It. Yeah. Offset angle scope of arms. So that's if you want to attach. Like if you bought um, like a complete sight, but then you did want to put like a shrewd target scope on or something. That's oh, what you yeah. would need to to attach that. So it's very much a plug and play system. Very cool. I didn't realize that I could get the yardage rings in different colors. We just launched that. So, I didn't either. Yep, so you could launch that. You could color coordinate your arrow setups. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, we just launched that uh, not too long oh, ago. Black. So the site will come stock with white rings. Yeah. But then you can choose if you want green, yellow, orange, or uh, red, or black. I love everything about this. It's, just, it's, a, it's a truly custom... God, it's, a, it's such a good idea. You guys got sunshades. You guys are killing it. Riser brackets, lenses. Uh, that's awesome. The dial wrench, or for us, the bottle opener. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I opened those up out of these uh, uh, the new void dials. I'm like, oh, look at that. I need to get. I need to put a magnet on there so we can magnet to the fridge. Ooh. Yep. So the dial wrench is if you want to install a lens kit or if you ever want to swap out the void dials. That's that's what that use is used for. But it's also a bottle opener. It's more importantly a bottle opener. Yes, so. and a very a very useful one. But at the same time, I also use twist offs. I don't believe in. What's that bottom part? Um, those These? are bow hangers. Got one right there. Yep. Yeah, yep. like my rattling antlers. That is. Uh, that's a that's a half rack thing. Yeah, so that's TJ, our engineer. That's his company. So we did dial branded uh, hunter hangers. Yeah, he, they're, they're actually honestly like they're. Oh, pretty, they are dialed, huh? Yep. Oh. Yeah, we just, oh, nice. yeah we did custom dialed ones, but oh, um, shit. that's actually so we use those in our shop all the time. But then um, there you can actually use them like in your tree stand too. Dude, I what? do love those. Mm -hmm. um, dude, we need to get some WCB ones because like I just hand threaded that into our wall yeah to hang these rat on antlers on there yeah. like that bow's hanging on and we got them out in the studio yeah they're um, pretty cool they're and nice half rack makes some great bow hangers too yeah they do um so all right let's talk about the the dialed tape print kit yeah like the, we need to get back on that yeah break it down brother because when so, i when i saw it at first i was like oh what's going on mm -hmm. what is this what's going yeah, on what here? is this which is it witchcraft, witchcraft? What is this is some witchcraft um, no, it's, it's math, but, um, <laughs> same shit really, <laughs> but it's math that you, it's math that you don't have to do. Right. Witchcraft. Yeah. So, um, witchcraft, someone else every, did for me. <laughs> every site will come with pre-printed yardage tapes that go out to a hundred yards, but with any pre-printed yardage tape system, it doesn't matter whose they are. We're all, 
we're all generating our tapes off of our best guess, right? Um, so for a lot of people, like they're familiar with like Archer's Advantage, right? Mm -hmm. But with a pre-printed tape, we're trying to build tapes for the masses, and it's not a it's not a custom tape built for you. Yeah. Like it's a it'll get you a good tape, mm -hmm. but for anybody that wants to take like their precision to the next level or you know, if they have kind of a, a different setup where they might be in between tapes or they just want to extend their range, um, that's where the online tape builder comes in. And that's like one thing we get asked is like, why do your pre-printed tapes only go to 100? And the reason is because it's physically- Only. Yeah, well, so now with like the popularity of the tax and the mountain archery festivals and all that that's stuff, true. right? Where you're like, you don't have a shot like less than 90 on most of those shoots, but you cannot build an accurate tape long distance it's impossible because the variables are are too plentiful and there's just too many like variables that we do not know right mm -hmm. and so that's where our one engineer kyle who has a ton of experience in aerodynamics and um building like aero setups and stuff um you just like you're, you're guessing but you're guessing your margin of error increases right so that's where the on online tape builder, it's it's our own system. So again, because of our angled rail, we can't use like Archer Advantage or anything like that because mm -hmm. again, the further you go out, your marks are getting closer together. And that's yeah. not how any of those systems work. Mm -hmm. So with our online tape builder, what you do is um, you buy the print kit and then you pay $10 for the subscription to the online tape builder. And that gets you unlimited uses right and it's an annual fee so every year you pay the fee but you get unlimited uses of the online tape builder but then you collect all your own data so the tape is only as good as the data that you collect so you shoot in 10 yard increments from 20 as far out as you want to go so let's say you want to build a tape to 130 yards you have to shoot every 10 yards and every 10 yards out to 130 because that's how you're gathering the real data for your setup. Actually what it is. Right. Yeah. So you're using your setup tape that comes with the site to collect that data. And then you plug it in, in the 10 yard increments on the site tape builder. But then you can also select your color scheme of the tape. So like some people don't like all the multiple, multiple colors on the pre-printed shapes. They like a specific color scheme. Some people are colorblind. So they have to use like a red green, you know, scheme. But then you can also select the orientation of your yardage marks. So like with me being left-handed, it's not conducive for me to have the marks in the middle. I have to have the marks on the right side of the tape so I can see them better. Mm -hmm. So I can select that orientation on the tape builder. So you're building a custom tape. Full blown custom for you. And then with the tape kit, you can now print your tapes at home with your home printer. Mm. So, and as long as you, you have, so the, the print kit will come with two sheets. So you basically can build two different tapes. It's, it's a, it's a half page. So you get a top half and a bottom half, and then it'll print multiple tapes on there. So you can have extra tapes. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a truly custom, unique tape builder for, for your setup. I love it, dude. That's nuts. Dude, you guys are killing it, man. And, it, and, so and the online awesome. tape builder, it, it's not just for our site. Like it'll, it'll work with anybody's site. The only difference is you have to use our setup tape because of the scaling. Right. So not everybody's sense. test tapes are but once the, the same data scale. is collected, then it that, it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so it, if you're running somebody else's site, you put our test tape on it, you collect your data, you can use our, our tape builder. Shout out to Kyle. Genius. 
Yeah. I love it, dude. And you guys got great apparel and mm-hmm. logo work. Ooh, and all that, that, I like uh, that sticker. That chief. This box. one? We yeah. just got that one in. You can have it, Doug. We just we just launched. I get that those. tattooed on me. I haven't seen this one. Look at that shit. Yeah. That's oh kind of God, our, it's a bird. It's a raven, it's a dog. Raven. Get with it, dude. Kick the hornet's nest. I love it, dude. I love I love the just I love it all, dude. I just love it. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Ooh. Yeah, that is sick. I like that sweater, too. That might be my favorite Need a hoodie thing that. ever, dude, with the skull and the dial logo right in the center of his forehead. Yeah. Dude, you guys are killing it, man. It's fucking cool to see, man. It really is. I'm proud of you guys. I appreciate it. I mean, that, that means a lot just because it's, I mean, it's been a long, yeah. it's been a long journey. And I mean, we've literally haven't even scratched the surface. Oh, fuck. You got arrow wraps, bro, with mm-hmm. that on it. Oh, dude, I'm in. I fucking love everything about it. I am. I'm really proud of you guys, man. This is, it's so cool to see it. What I love about it is like, you're fucking everywhere, dude. Everyone's yeah. rocking a dialed site. And it, what I like about it is like, selfishly, I'm like, that's our boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's our Like, guy. it's fucking cool. Yep. Well, and it's funny because like, like when we started dialed, like we were pretty careful like who we told you know because we didn't know i mean we had an idea but it's like how is how is this going to be perceived Mm -hmm. so new yeah but like i remember when you and i first talked and being like yeah what have you been up to and i sent you the link you're like you motherfucker yeah like like i knew it you know and like a lot of people said that like i fucking knew it and it's like yeah you know that's that's what i've been working on or that's what we've been working on but um so it's been really cool to like see it come to light but like you know you saying that that we're everywhere right like you we hear that dude. all the time but it's like now oh, okay like sure you know okay it's but, hard for you to see because you're in it though well it didn't really hit me until this year when i was guiding in wyoming and you know between august september like archery season the number of people we had come through camp that were rock and dialed mm-hmm. and i was like Okay, now it's real. That's a nice set you got there. Did they put it together when when they rolled in? I didn't tell them. Yeah, that's cool. That's cooler. No, but I mean, like, some found out, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And then it was, you know, it was pretty cool. But that's when it, like, hit me. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, like, we are actually doing something. Dude, you guys are. These random fucking people from all over the country are coming in and I'm seeing their their systems. And then there was a, a group. And uh, I wasn't guiding him. Uh, my buddy was, and he told them, like, you know, bragging was or whatever, gassing and, you up as the kids would. Well, say. he like I, I I think they were talking about like um you know what do your guides do in the off season or whatever. It was yeah. like one of those conversations. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, Scott, like he's one of the owners of Dialed, and they're like the site company, and then they'd get back, and then I'd get bombarded. <laughs> Shit, like I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, you know. They're like, what are you doing out here? I'm like, trying to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, trying to make more money. Yeah, trying trying make to make up for all the money that I lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, so no, it's it's pretty cool, and I mean, it's you know, yes, like I mean, we can definitely, I mean, we see it every day just with like the sales numbers, and just we are growing so fast, but it's also. You know, all of us, like, we're such perfectionists that everything we're doing right now, like, you take the W's when you get them. And we, like, grateful doesn't even explain, like, how we feel. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, you haven't even seen anything yet. Like, we are literally just getting started. 
And up until this point, like we've gotten through some really, really tough days Mm -hmm. and there's going to be even tougher days coming forward. But knowing that we weathered those storms, now we know we can, you're good. We can take on everything. And that's where like that logo that you, you like, that's kind of like our mantra as like a company, like it's like battle hardened. Yeah. I mean, we're calloused and you know, but we also like, you kind of get our mentality, you know? Yeah. And, um, well, dude, so, what I like about it is like, it's one, yeah, it like represents that, but I have like this like hybrid style of like BMX kid, metal kid. Yeah. And then it's not, you don't see that like relation a lot in hunting. Mm-hmm. And so like when it comes in the archery realm, it's like, yeah, it's like my vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you it's, know? I mean, you've, you've met all of us and it's, that's like, we're kind of a melting pot, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of like, like same like with my personality because like I came from a really like you know middle class family like I was just a normal white kid right but yeah. deep down it's like every day I just want to punch somebody in the face right you know so it's like <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's kind of that that mix between you know berserker mode well and it, it, it's it's kind of like you know having the two the two little dudes on your shoulder like the nice guy and the evil dude right and yeah, we're kind of yeah. we're kind of the blend of those two so that's where that logo came from i love yeah. it dude i fucking love it i told you that i got the one of the stickers from you guys i'm like dude this is this right here is everything mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's sick dude and then uh today i checked the mail and there's a flag a big ass dialed flag with that on it's not on the website yet is it uh no which they should be really soon. I feel honored. I'm actually kind of surprised they're not. By the way, that hoodie is one of my favorite hoodies ever. Mm-hmm. It's so warm. Uh, it's awesome. I would. Uh, I've wore it for like drinkware. We have more drinkware coming. We had to get you on some grizzly stuff, brother. Yep. And get you hooked up. You know anybody over at Grizzly? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> one one of them may or may not be shooting our site. Yeah, oh. Isaac. Isaac for sure is. Yeah, hell yeah, he is. Hey yo. Yeah, we need to get some grizzlies on there, dude. Some grizzly cups. But but that is sick though. You guys are killing it, dude. The, just the look and functionality is just all right where it needs to be, dude. I can't be more. I, I couldn't be more proud of you guys. I'm I'm excited to see it. what's coming, dude. I can't wait to keep rocking the site. I can't wait to deflate some lungs again this coming season. We've deflated a lot of lungs already this season. Can't wait to look well, good with it. Well, and I mean, the exciting part now is, I mean, we're almost a year into like our partnership, right? So mm-hmm. like you guys weren't really there in the beginning stages of this project, but now like going forward, like, and that's like the whole thing kind of with Dialed is like whether it's our internal team, our external team, and by external team, I mean like you guys, our yeah. customers, like, we don't take any of that shit lightly. Like you're not like just a number to us. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like grateful doesn't even express like how thankful we are for everybody that has like supported us and has like been there for us. And has also like put an in input, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we truly, like we listen to every like feedback that we get as long as it's constructive. Like if you're just being an asshole, I'm probably going to tell you to fuck off and oh, right, like, yeah. go someplace else. Don't troll just a troll. What but, well, and first of all, I mean, that's just, you're not going to get anything from us. No. Like we're again, going back to that logo. Like that's just not who we are. Yeah. We'll go out of our way, bend over backwards to make sure we take care of everybody. If you're worthy of it. Right. Right. Like, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. 100%, you know? Yeah. So, but now that we have the foundation built, now these like partnerships that we're forming, that's just, 
it's all part of like that dialed community mm-hmm. that is just gonna it's just gonna grow as we continue so like for sure like when i say like you haven't seen anything yet like we've only just begun well so. i'm stoked for it dude and, and we've talked about this uh fully think, dialed thinking about it mm-hmm. full dialed full full dialed <laughs> i uh this is what your third podcast that's got to be we gotta yeah we gotta think of something we gotta th- there's an anchor man type skit in there somewhere mm-hmm. you know like i can envision like a commercial where it's like a dude sitting on the edge of his bed and like his woman like consoling him being like hey it's okay then somebody comes in and tosses a void dial and it lands yeah and he's fully like, dialed <laughs> <laughs> string oh we got we got a commercial make it's like a horse in the making it's like here. a ringer yeah. a horseshoe can we be in a dialed commercial one day 100, in the future 100 we like on we, record we will 100 make that happen you're saying it on record I, I will make sure it happens okay we'll come we'll, up we'll do like a wcb scooter video yeah scooter rocking yeah i'm in and i'll be in the fully dialed one (laughs) okay yeah that's happening um the room's spinning with all the possibilities i was gonna uh oh so So this is your third podcast as dialed right second i thought we've done this would be the third one i think it's second i think it's second first one was um first time i ever came here I saw your studio for the first time and yeah and, and then eric ate the chip and then when eric ate the chip that was two no that was the same the time. same one. Oh, it was mm-hmm. that's right because we we're having the conversation like how have you never been here no yeah. i'd never i'd right. never been to this studio but because he was busy you were I, the one at my house yeah and then the one before that mm-hmm. did you you came to the first first studio right what no was, you guys no. went there huh you went there Oh, well, we would go up and see you in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, that's when you came to my Christmas party. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had Steve with us, dude. We brought I, I Steve go. to your house, bro. You weren't even in the crew at that point, uh, were you? I think I kind of was, but like not to where like not officially. Yeah, yeah. You that's missed, crazy. You, you missed an it. epic weekend. I heard. Well, that, that what I was getting was, at. I still hear about it. We, that was one for the book. We've referenced <laughs> how long we've had like a friendship and a, like a business relationship, but it's mm-hmm. been since 2016. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, and we talked about this on the last podcast, like that's, I mean, to me, that's like the coolest part about this whole like deal is like, I was there when you guys were just first getting going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then coming here and seeing all this shit, like, and the stuff that you guys have accomplished, I mean, that's like next level. Right. Mm -hmm. But now you're in that spot, like watching us, Ah. it's almost like the roles have reversed. Yeah. Yeah. But yet now we're building together together right it's Whoa. so fucking cool dude that's like it's so cool they're gonna make a movie about this netflix. i don't know who will make it but netflix documentary <laughs> yeah, it'd, be yeah. A, it'd be a docuseries it'll be like the notebook but <laughs> but gayer <laughs> <laughs> or uh or, or maybe I don't, I don't yeah they'll make a documentary <laughs> it'll, about it'll, one it'll, 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 it'll probably net more at the box office than that movie did yeah 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 probably for sure we could probably get Ryan Gosling. It'll just be called Fully Dialed. We'll get Ryan Gosling <laughs> to play Doug. Oh, good move with the mustache. Mm-hmm. He's got like a glued on. The, it was a low budget film, so they like had to, hanging like, off on one. Yeah, side. yeah. You can <laughs> no, see as need, the movie um, progresses, just like the glue's just giving in. We need we need someone with a better mustache than Ryan mm. Gosling. Well, it's Hollywood; they can do anything. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who? If you had to pick one person to play you in a documentary, a docu series, who, who would it be? That's a tough question. I don't know actors' names, so I'd be I'm out of this. I'm ball. trying to think of a guy that had a really. If they're not in Marvel movies, recently. I don't know. I don't know who they are. I haven't watched a fucking movie. Um, 
I don't know the guy's name that played Superman recently, but I think he had a really good mustache at one in one movie. Yep, don't know. Yeah, that guy. And he's like looks like me kind of, so dude, Will Ferrell <laughs> with his anchorman mustache. Oh. Oh no, uh Paul Rudd. Yeah. The I don't know. the other guy that had the mustache and the anchorman. Yep, he was the sports broadcast. No, 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 no. Yeah. He, he was, was the um, weatherman. That's weatherman, my favorite the weatherman. character ever, dude. I miss you. I want to be with you. No, that's him? Champ. That's the, champ. The weatherman yeah. is the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've got. Oh him no, it's Brick the weatherman. Oh fuck. Um, here we are. We don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. We all right. Well, we have some work to yeah. do here. You know what I'm talking about? Anchorman cast. We got it. This is good. Anchorman's a great fucking movie. Oh, it never gets old. I want fucking here. Here they are. Him? Yeah. Yeah. What? Who is that guy? Paul Rudd. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a good must. Will Ferrell's the man, dude. Yeah. I feel like he would play either you or Eric really well. Him or Anchorman? Yeah. Or uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, Will I feel Ferrell, like Paul I Rudd almost. I mean, he resembles me more. Yeah. Yeah, he could rock that. He'd have to. Trim or his, you know. Since Eric's not here, he's the, he's the he's brick. I think he's brick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially if you listen to the last podcast we did, he was hundred. Oh, one thousand percent brick. Oh, full blown yes. brick. God, it's all coming back to me. Yeah, Eric was so trash. So for people who didn't listen to that, that's when Eric ate the Pacquiao chip from last year's and, bet, and yeah. he was washing it down with uh, Captain and Coke. This dude drank ten rum and cokes in three minutes, and then crazy. we went to dinner, and he continued to drink rum and cokes. And we came back and he ate cottage cheese because that's all he could eat. Oh, that's, that's right. How fucked up. But I remember the the comments. The only comments to that episode were like, they thought it was I think me or you. People were getting them mixed up. That like didn't really listen like a lot, a lot because everything you would say, Eric would be like, "Hell yeah, brother!" Dude, Eric would just repeat <laughs> or, or, it, or then he would try to like, he would try to like uh, chime in, but like with no one. Yeah, like relate to yeah. it, and he would try to like make an analogy to <laughs> it. I'd be like. like that that makes zero. Yeah. Sense. Well, yeah. I was like, look at him, like he was kind of. Then we just move on. <laughs> it was great. I, I think I drank more during that podcast just so I could try to understand him. More. I, I was trying to get on his level. Well, you know what's funny? I must have been drinking pretty heavily too, because like, in the moment, I don't remember being like, "Damn, dude." Oh, I was like the whole time. I was like, right away, I was like, Geesh. <laughs> Geesh. I just saw how Scott like look at him, like let let him answer and like say his whole spiel, and then he just goes. And just turned back to you and like waits for you to start talking. <laughs> well, dude, you think that's probably the drunkest Eric's ever been on a podcast. Yeah, probably. Just because that chip fucked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should have ate that chip at the end of the night. Who did he do that chip with? Uh, one of the boys that worked at Novix. And then, oh, yeah. Um, there was another. Who else ate it with them? Didn't somebody else well, eat it with them? Well, there was two Clinton, that were. Didn't they? There was two that were part of the challenge that night. And then, like, later was on. Was Steve here? No. Steve did eat the chip, though, mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, Steve ate, I made it too. Clint ate it here, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but that I, wasn't that night. I made Steve eat the chip at the shoot after party, and he just did it. Like, he didn't even fight it. I was like, hey, you're eating this, and he ate it. I'm like, well, I was, okay, well. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I thought somebody else ate it with them. No, I think it was just those two. And those then, two, yeah. And then yeah. after dinner, when we were here just hanging out, I think somebody ate one. Oh, yeah, probably. That's, I don't know. After dinner, that's where it gets a little little fuzzy. Yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, so that was the last episode. Yeah, that the was, last episode. That was, I think that was February, if I remember correctly. Maybe Eric was yeah. just too embarrassed to show up. He just thought he's going to have to eat another chip. That's what I think. Yeah. He hilarious. Was, he was intimidated, which I get. <laughs> Understandable. I understand it, too. Yeah. 
Well, dialedarchery.com. You can use code working class, save yourself on shipping, and look for the WCB themed void dial small batch come in real soon. Very soon. This this episode launches from time maybe three weeks or more. We'll have it ready by the time this episode okay. launches. Yeah, we got time, but uh yeah, it'll be ready. And uh what's kind of cool, I like that it changed from these because we have these. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we those have, are one of a kind. Yeah, right they're there. the one of a kind. Yep. You know, not, it's not going to change too much, but those are sick and they're one of a kind. Mm-hmm. That makes it cool. Yep. And that's what's cool about all like the small batch stuff. It's like mood rings, baby. Get what you're feeling like. Yep. And that's, I mean, so Pokemon cards. Got to collect it, them all. It kind of is. I mean, honestly, but like, give me a hug with the small one. batch. Like it is a small batch, so it's limited quality quantities they only go on sale for four days so after those four days then you have to wait till the next round dude you know what we get we need we need to get like a baseball display case with a stand and get one of them put in there and like put it in like, the studio like iron man's core like, Ooh, yeah. yeah that'd be cool oh what's those uh you ever seen those things that you can like you people like shoe collectors get and put the magnet in the, in the heel of the shoe and it spins it looks like it's floating you ever seen those? No, I don't collect shoes. So. Well, it's like a display thing. So it's like whatever your display yeah. floats yeah. and spins. It spins. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I don't think I've cool. bought a new pair of shoes in probably like five years. It's just not just shoes. But. Dude, I wear flat Vans. It's like I'm the track. I'm I'm an adult. But I'm still wearing Vans. That's I'm literally either in like Kenetrex or probably these, to be honest. What are you rocking now? Let's talk about our, our kicks. These are uh, boot campaign um, Ultimos. Are those so like the shout, look, out, shout out to boot camp? They look like Converse, but they're like durable. Yeah, I think Eric rocks those from time yeah, to time. Yeah, they're maritime shoes, so you can like swim in them and shit. They're comfortable, super comfortable. Dude, I just got a pair of Solomons from uh, Black Ovis. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, huge fan. They're uh, are they Speed Tracks. I think Ultra. What am I rocking? Anyways, yeah, they're they're dope shoes. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might give me a pair of them. Ross always rocks them and then Devin out West always wears them in Utah. He hunts them. I love these. Yeah. Yeah, I have to look into those, man. I go I burn through Vans pretty quick. I need a good trade show shoe. That's comfortable. Don't yeah. wear Vans. No. Vans are the worst trade. They're flat. Yeah, I'll probably wear my honestly, really cut it. Honestly, probably the best trade show shoes are like dudes or Crocs to be honest. Crocs are. Oh, mm-hmm. I've never I've never given into the hey dude craze. Um I'm like I wouldn't say I'm like I own one pair of Hey Dudes, and the whole reason I bought them is because when I was guide when I was guiding, my boots were just like tearing the shit out of my feet because you mm-hmm. live in them for so long. So I had to get something to like give your feet a rest. Yeah, and I wouldn't say I'm like a fan, but I appreciate them. If you if they make blacked out Hey Dudes, they do make black with the dudes. dialed skull on the tops. I'm in. Then I'll get Hey Dudes or that Raven. You want yeah, a fun fact? Come on, that'd be sick. Have you ever seen you're on you're not on Instagram, are you? Never heard of her. But uh don't know her. I have a Doug and Dogs page. <laughs> and Hey Dudes reached out to me. So you have a contact at Hey Dudes? Yeah. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. Did they reach back out to you? No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they teased you. Yeah, they teased me. <laughs> they reached out to you, and then you're like, oh hey. So if anyone from Hey Dudes listen to this, <laughs> fuck you. Get back to <laughs> oh, me. Oh, I mean, get back to us. And give I me more guarantee shoes. you nobody from Hey Dudes is listening to this. You don't know mm, that. Don't underestimate us. Yeah, Scott. I'm not under. I'm just, I'm putting it out there to the universe. Oh, you think now? You think they're liberals? No, I think now. <laughs> now they are going to listen to it because uh, I just said it. Maybe. Yeah, and get back re- to me so I get psychology. free shoes. 
I've always been a hey dudes like mm, I'm not gonna give in, but uh, but if I give you a well, play, and the thing is, is like maybe because me and my dogs. I think it's kind of like I never went nuts deep on the whole Crocs thing because again, I appreciate Crocs and hey dudes. Like I think they're awesome, but you see certain people like wearing Crocs and you see certain people wearing Hey Dudes and you're like, yeah, I don't want to. Well, you I, get the douchiest of the douchebags wearing Hey Dudes and you get just like Walmart people wearing Crocs. It's like. But they're not like the real Crocs. Yeah, they're the Walmart Crocs. Right. I wear like, both. You got Walmart Crocs? No, the Hey Dudes and Crocs. Oh. Yeah, I mean. It, what does that make me? Confused. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan and I picked up some fresh curious. Crocs. And <laughs> yeah. Buy shoe. Buy, yeah, gay buy, feet. No. Buy, buy shoe curious. <laughs> Jordan and I picked up some fresh pairs of uh, Crocs with the adjustable straps. We were at mm. a sports and warehouse. Because I didn't have like, you need like camp shoes, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Get out of something, your boots, like we were saying. Something to slip into. And uh, my Crocs were just like, I had like thorns in the bottom of them. So I could kind of feel it every mm. time. I, oh, I wore out some Crocs. So they're expensive. Crocs now? Like 60 bucks. Yeah. Buy ones, cry ones. Yeah. What's up? We got the fancy ones. Yeah, we got the, yeah, just Yeah, you guys get the fancy ones. Yeah, they're nice, though. Yeah, those are the four-wheel drive ones. Four-wheel drive ones. But mm-hmm. pro tip, I have a Ram truck with Ram boxes, and I just kept them babies in that Ram box. And mm-hmm. then when I get done hunting, I take them off, throw my boots in the Ram boxes so they don't get water in them or anything, throw them Crocs on, ready to rock. I hunted in my Crocs one time because I forgot my boots. I did, too. Hey, as long as it's not cold. No, it actually really sucks trying to climb up a tree stand though. With yeah, the you feel every, oh, you feel every there's step. no there's no like structure shank. just right through it. Yeah, it's just foam. Like your kids feet, your feet literally just like wrap around <laughs> each step. It's like super. It's super uncomfortable. It's like ro- walking on rocks with bare feet. Yeah, and you can't stand on your. You gotta sit the whole time until you're ready to stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That and then I was sitting there, I wasn't seeing anything, and I was like fucking around with my Crocs, and the one fell off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I was like, well. Um, I think it's it's probably time just to go home. <laughs> that <sucks. laughs> just falls off. Son of a bitch. You'll have that on the big. And now, now that I think about it, it's like no wonder why I haven't killed a white tail in five <laughs> years. It's funny. It all came to light at the end here. Yeah, right. falls off, yeah. lands light, in a tree. Light, light bulb goes on. <laughs> oh fuck! This was fun, dude. I'm yeah. I'm proud I of you. I love coming down here. Well, we're gonna do a Patreon. We love live. you coming here. I have no clue what that means, but I'm excited. It's a private podcast for our private community. Uh, uh, supports us on Patreon. It's our listeners that go a step further to support what we do, and then we give them some exclusive content in exchange. Hell yeah. Uh, non-new. They're the real homies. Content. Yeah. yeah. So, the real homies. Let's the one percenter. Let's get exclusive. Let's get exclusive. Non-new. Let's drop some Crocs. <laughs> okay, easy. All right. All right. Where can people find you guys, Scott? <laughs> uh, just dialedarchery.com, and uh, social media is just dialedarchery. But, you know, I, so for somebody that's not on social media, I'm learning a lot about how many pieces of shit there are on social media that <laughs> yes. try to like create fake accounts. Mm-hmm. So it's dialed archery with one R in archery, not two R's. Okay. That's how they try to get in you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we get some Indonesian accounts pop up every trade show season for us, but mm-hmm. it's all good. It means you're doing something. Yeah. Dialedarchery.com. Use that code working class, save some money on shipping and then look for these custom WCB void dials coming real, real soon. Um, and we, and so we'll communicate with that. Like when they are ready, we'll, blow that shit up make we'll try and map it right around the launch of this that'll work good yeah i mean we'll 100 percent have them ready but cool thanks buddy thank you guys doug good to see you thank you guys <laughs> for seeing me <laughs> thanks for seeing me <laughs> thank you for seeing me for who i am thanks for coming yeah i always right. appreciate it when you come here let's get out of here yep
Thanks, everybody. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Peace.